Welcome, welcome. Happy Wednesday. This is the Weights and Wine podcast with your host, Netta Veda. I don't know why I just had a brain fart <laughs> and it's 10 seconds into this episode. So that's going to be great, but it probably ties into the workout, um, not the workout, the episode, which is on rest days. So that's going to come up soon. We're talking all about rest days. And yeah, if you don't know, rest days are literally the most underrated, I was going to say the hidden, but I feel like they're the most underrated way to make gains. Like no one really, I mean, everyone talks about it, but I don't know. I feel like why are people not taking enough rest days? Like I just don't understand that, but I will go into my usual rants later in this episode. But first and foremost, I feel like I don't think I have any updates. Life's been good. Busy, but good. But also, what is it not busy? I am really loving running and I feel like I did a 5K already this year and that was kind of unplanned, unprepped. But I think next year I definitely want to do maybe two 5Ks. I feel like that'll be a fun running goal that I have. And well, I'm recording this on November 7th. So yesterday, Monday, November 6th, I put it on both my Instagram and my TikTok that I am changing my workouts now. I used to be a bodybuilder for most five and a half years now because my gym anniversary was April 2018. And for the last five and a half years, I have learned so much. I have changed my physique so much and I am finally at a place where I can look at my body and be like, I fucking love the way I look. And there's not a thing I would change about myself aesthetically. I have developed such strong muscles. I've developed solid muscles and I'm just really fucking proud of myself. And I, my goal is for every woman and person (laughs) I'm not forgetting about the males, but I will say my subscribers and listeners have shifted now. It's almost 80% female. It's at 77, but it's just funny. I feel like I shit on men a lot, but I feel like I haven't in a while though. So y'all got lucky, but <laughs> um, yeah, I just feel like my goal is for every single female on the planet to feel this confident and secure in their body. And I've always kind of said like, f- make it fake it till you make it, like act confident, do whatever the fuck you want, walk into a room with your head held high, don't look at your phone while you do it, walk with authority. And I think that works. And that's what I've done my whole life. But now that it's more with my health and fitness, I I don't know, I just have been loving the way I looked. And it got to the point, and this is going to sound so weird, but like, I felt like my upper body, my upper body's fine. I love my upper body. I've always have. My upper body doesn't really grow that much. I got the initial newbie gains and then they kind of just stayed newbie gains. What I did do, obviously through heavy lifting and eating adequate protein and nutrition daily, was 
just develop all that fat into muscle. So I've had I've said this before, I was always skinny fat and then now I have solid pure muscle. That's what I did on my upper body. And then in terms of lower body, I feel like my legs grow pretty quickly. I've always been more leg dominant and I've also just been very active as well. But now it's at the point where my glutes are well developed. And I'm not saying I have like a big fat ass by any means, but my glutes are well developed. Like I have pretty good glutes. And when I wear certain stuff now, like dresses and skirts, it sits so awkwardly on my body. Like the fabric just feels, if it doesn't feel weird, it sits weird because I have like my glutes stick out since I have well-developed glutes. And I don't know, I feel like I'm not used to it. I don't love the way that looks in pictures and like on my body. So I think I'm done growing my glutes and we're going to take a little pivot. We're going to start endurance training, doing a little bit more hypertrophy with lifts. And I'm excited for that. And it also ties in nicely because I, as you all know, I'm a certified personal trainer and I have been getting a lot of younger athletes as into in the gym as my client. So I feel like doing what I train them to do also in real life and every day will also help me be a better coach as well. So that's the update on that. And yeah, excited for all these changes, good changes, good things are coming always. And yeah, let's get into what a rest day is. You guys know I love eating well-balanced meals while also enjoying fun foods. Eat Better Meals does just that. They are a healthy meal delivery service that brings fresh, healthy, fully cooked meals directly to your door without skimping on any flavor. They use fresh ingredients that are then portioned out depending on your goals. Plus, they have different meal plan options for you to choose from. Visit eatbettermeals.com to take the thinking out of healthy eating. Use code NETA25 at checkout for 25% off your first order. Plus, you can use code NETA10 for every purchase afterwards to receive 10% off your orders. Applicable to residents living in Nassau County and most of Queens and Suffolk County. I just want to make this clear, and that's why I'm saying this, but the question, what is a rest day? A rest day is a day when a person takes a break from their regular workout routine. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Episode done. Um, Rest days are important. An important part of any exercise program, here is why, it gives the body a chance to repair, recover, and prevent injury. It gives your body and mind the time it needs to consolidate the hard work you've been doing at the gym. It helps with muscle recovery as your muscles can now adapt and become stronger during your rest. And it also allows your nervous system a chance to recover too. So, Lots of things going on. But obviously, first and foremost, rest day, we all know what it is. You're taking a fucking break from the gym or from whatever workout you do. Now, obviously, there's physical benefits to this. Most common ones being that you can allow your muscles to recover since they're literally taking a rest. It allows you to also come back stronger because you have that rest. So now that you have adequate rest, you can come back better which I feel like some people still don't understand. They think that they just have to go, 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 and they'll make more gains the more they're in the gym. And that's not the case at all. You need to take a rest and you need to let your body chill and heal. 
because the more you do that, the stronger you can come back to. And you don't want to wait for an injury to force you to take a rest day. You want to do it preventatively. So a kind of rule of thumb is to ideally have one rest day for every five to seven days. Now, seven days may be dramatic. It kind of depends on the workout you're doing, but I feel like five days is a good number. Four to five days, you should have some type of rest day. Now, we're going to get into different types of rest days, but that's the main gist on the rest days and why they're important. And I will tell you a personal story. Like, I just, when I stopped training every day and when I let my body take time to rest truly, I saw the most gains, especially in my glutes because I was lifting heavy and I thought I had to lift heavy for three days a week just for my glutes. And that was so much volume and so much work on my glutes. So when I cut back and I took one glute day out and then I made that a rest day, it's like my glutes blew up. Like they just became balloons that someone inflated and they're like, all right, we're good to go now. So I'm telling you, take the rest day and schedule it into your program because that also helps too. Because some days you just go and go and go and you don't really realize that you've worked out for six days in a row. It's like, holy shit, I need a fucking break. So scheduling it into your program is also great as well. So that's kind of what it does to your body physically. Obviously, it's a huge mental deload because you're not focused on the gym. You're not focused on burning calories and lifting weights and going heavy and PRing and whatnot. You're just focused on relaxing and chilling. And I don't think there's a single person in this world who would not want to just take a day and and turn their brain off and just chill and mellow out. So at least you can do that in terms of fitness and the gym. Now, going back to the last point I made, it helps, I'm sorry, it allows your nervous system a chance to recover. So your nervous system is made up of the brain, spinal cord, and nerves. It controls a lot of what you think, feel, and what your body does. It also allows you to talk, speak, swallow, breathe, learn, etc. And it controls how your body reacts in an emergency. Now, I like to kind of think of this as like the more psychological part of a rest day because when you're working out and lifting, believe it or not, it is a huge stress on your body. So obviously we have daily stresses in our lives as is, but now that you are taking at least one day a week or two days a week off from that physical stress that you're putting on your body from lifting, your mind and everything can just relax. And that's going to help you so much more psychologically as well, because you're not focused on all of that. You're not focused on beating a mile time. You're not focused on sending a PR in the gym. You're just focused on resting. Depending on how intense your workout is, two to three rest days per week is recommended. And yes, you can still make gains and progress. Going back to my personal story, you might actually see more gains and progress even with the added rest because you're allowing your muscles to breathe and relax. Like what a win-win. What a win-win, win-win-win all around. You're resting so you can just take time off from the gym. You can relax for a few days and you're also getting stronger. How crazy is that? Like mind-blowing right now. Um, Yeah, when you wait... And, we're talking about weightlifting here. When you're lifting weights, your muscles are 
breaking and you repair them with adequate protein, hence why you need to be eating adequate protein daily, even on your rest days, get your protein in, always eat your one gram of protein per body weight daily. Well, 0.8 to 1.2, depending on goals and et cetera, but you get the gist. This is why protein is so fucking important. You need to be eating it to repair your muscles. And then while you're resting, that's also going to help you just get that last bit of recovery in. So it's kind of like a circle and it kind of goes through phases. If you want to think about that, your muscles break, you fuel them with protein, and then you repair them while you rest. And this is going to also make the difference between being skinny fat to having a muscular toned body. Similar to the example I just gave, when I took a step back and I rested my glutes for days on end, that's when I saw the most gains. And especially if you're lifting super heavy to the point where you're trying to change your physique and you're in that one to four, maybe six rep range, your body needs more rest. And your body, like just, there's no other word. It literally needs to rest because of how much you're putting on it. So take the time, write it into your schedule and do it because rest days are so, so important to your gains. I would say rest days are a big rock when you're looking at or comparing them to the rocks in a jar. Depending on the type of workouts you do daily and weekly, there's also different types of rest days. Now, there's active rest days, which is when you incorporate an activity that improves your physical well-being. So active rest days are something like light exercise, yoga, stretching, mobility work, cardio, etc. And a true, true rest day is when you do nothing, literally nothing active except the bare minimum. Bare minimum would include things like you go to work, you take care of your family, you pick up the kids, you drop off the kids, you do chores, shopping, taking a nap, etc. It's your everyday life, but you're not intentionally doing anything extra. Now, each of these plays a different role in the body, and each, of course, is important and necessary. You need an active rest day because you need to let your body chill, but also this is a time to kind of play around and try new things out. Like when I was bodybuilding after about four years, I started doing an active rest day, which is when I would take a walk. Like I never walked. I never walked before intentionally and I would use it as literally like an active rest day. And now I am a fucking daily step queen, but that's besides the point. Use it as a time to play around with something new. I also would use my active rest days to do yoga and mobility work because for me, yoga is not a workout. No disrespect, no shade. It's just not a workout for me. It's something that I do to help with my mobility and my mental health and just my body in general. However, I don't consider it a workout compared to the workouts that I do. You can also do a light exercise day as an active rest day. So for example, if you're lifting in that one to four, maybe six rep range, maybe on one day you just pick up five pound dumbbells and just go at it. Maybe you can do an easy full body workout with five pound dumbbells and it's definitely going to be more cardio based, but like it's, you know, it's still light exercise. I think if you're someone who's super into lifting weights as well, 
something like an Orange Theory class or Rumble or Pilates. Like Orange Theory and Rumble, those are going to be like higher intensity, faster paced, an hour of cardio basically that you're doing. But I think that's also important to incorporate as well because you're getting that cardio in. You're going to build up your endurance a little bit as opposed to just lifting heavy weight, resting for three minutes, lifting heavy weight, resting for three minutes. That's something you can do too in terms of you can take a yoga class, you can take a Pilates class if you want. But then a true, true rest day, these are the days that I think you should have at least two of in a seven-day cycle. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean two days out of the seven standard weekday, depending on your fitness schedule. If your fitness schedule is like a day one, day two, day three, then I would incorporate at least one true rest day every five to seven days. If your schedule is more Monday, glutes, Tuesday, push, Wednesday, core and cardio, like one of those things, then I would do a true, true rest day again every five to seven days, at least one. Because you need to let your body relax and chill. And going back to the whole intro of this, not intro, back to the last segment of this episode on what is a rest day and why it's important. This is why it's important. Your body needs to chill the fuck out. Now, I'm also talking about, you know, people like me who are more bodybuilders and lift heavy. Everyone is going to have a different type of rest day depending on what you currently do and what your goals are. So as a bodybuilder and someone who focuses on lifting heavy weights, rest days for me are going to look different than you. I mean, I know I said at the beginning in the intro that I'm switching up my workouts, but it's still strength-based and weight-based. But I also wrote these notes out when I was a bodybuilder, so we're still going <laughs> to go with the fact that I am more of a bodybuilder, which I think I always will be at heart, but let me not digress anymore. For me, personally, something like Pilates and yoga are rest days because it's a significantly lower and lighter impact than my usual workouts, which is totally fine. Like I can go stretch and be mobile and do cat cow and tree pose and warrior and all that good stuff and do nothing else for the rest of the day. And that's my active rest day. And then the next rest day, I can literally do nothing besides lay in bed and watch Real Housewives of OC and call it a fucking day. If you're someone who maybe does lighter exercises in general, so let's think you practice yoga and Pilates daily, your rest days will also look different. And again, that is a-okay. If you're someone who does that, maybe your rest day looks like taking a walk. Maybe you just try the opposite. So if you're someone who does yoga, maybe you do Pilates and vice versa. Maybe you try bar. Maybe you try something brand new. I wouldn't consider lifting weights to be your rest day. I feel like that's just not what it is. And in my experience and the people that I know, if you're someone who practices yoga and Pilates, you don't really know how to do the main lifts, which is natural and it's fine because it's not like you're banging out deadlifts and chest presses and shoulder presses in a yoga or Pilates class. 
And that's just the nature of what it is. So I wouldn't necessarily go to weightlifting for a rest day. Very opposite than a weightlifter who goes to yoga and Pilates for a rest day. But I will say though, Pilates is low-key, like, torture. (laughs) When I go on the reformer, I feel like I'm on some kind of, like, machine that I'm not supposed to be on and that I'm going to fall and break my face on. And it is such a mindfuck. It is so scary to me. But, like, I don't know. It's, like, cool to me, though. I like the one, though, that's on the ground. The one up in the air scares the shit out of me. So... (laughs) And that's probably why I don't do Pilates, but maybe I should. Who knows? Yeah. I feel like also if you're someone who's more into yoga and Pilates base, and basically if you're someone who doesn't lift weights and you are looking at weightlifting, please don't use that as your rest day because by the time you learn how to do proper form on main lifts, it's not really going to benefit you at the end. If you're someone who kind of has a familiarity about it, then maybe you can. But I also just would never, ever suggest weightlifting as an active rest day. I feel like that's kind of silly. But listen, you do you. Or maybe for someone who wants to just grab, like we said, those five pound dumbbells and just do more of a circuit-based cardio type of workout, you can do that. Other than that, I feel like just listen to your gut. Do whatever you want to do. And it doesn't even have to be a different workout. You can just do your same workouts at a lower intensity and that would still be considered part of the active rest day. You can do your Pilates and maybe you do them on the floor if you can. I don't actually know if you can do Pilates on the floor. Maybe you do yoga, but you only do like the lighter, gentler movements. Um, I don't know. But yeah, there's a rest day for everyone. There's an active rest day for everyone and these should both be included. And yeah, who knew with all my ranting that I would still have time to spare at the end? I want to just do a quick little plug on my glute band guide. The feedback that I've gotten from you guys is awesome. And I am still running a 50% off for my listeners deal. So if you are interested in growing not just your glutes, but pretty much your legs, including your quads, your hamstrings, and your calves. I have developed a glute band guide and it's broken down into different days. There's a three-day split, one for hamstrings, one for quads, one for total glutes. And what it is, is a banded activation type of guide. So all you need is a glute band and you can do these exercises virtually anywhere, whether you want to go to the gym, whether you want to do them on the beach outside, whether you want to do them in the comfort of your own home, doesn't matter to me. You do you, boo, do them wherever you want. And you can use these as a rest day workout. I'm sorry, an active rest day workout. You can do these to get glute activation inspo. If you are a beginner, you can do these as a workout all on its own. You can use these if you are in rehab to redevelop your muscles and strengthen your bones. This guide is so well-rounded. It is one of my favorite things ever. And all you have to do is DM me on Instagram, which my username is Neda, N-E-D-A, underscore Veda, V-A-E-D-A. All you have to DM me is the word podcast and you get 50% off. So pretty good deal, if I do say so myself. And yeah, I absolutely love these 
this guide, I'll just grab different movements from the different days and just sometimes make my own glute activation day. And it's nice because you can just get a full leg body workout in, you can warm up your muscles a little bit, and then you're ready to go lift heavy or you're ready to go on with your day. So that's my little plug. And I can finally do my favorites. I feel like I haven't done favorites in, I just did them for Ozempic. Okay. (laughs) Like looking at my Excel sheet. Okay. I didn't know I, I just did them, but it feels like I haven't done them for a while, probably because before that I haven't done them since really October 4th. And this is coming out November 15th. Holy cannoli time is flying by. But I'm going to start off my favorites for this week and something I've been doing the past few weeks is unsubscribing. I am making a move soon and I'm like, you know what? I feel like I'm just wasting money on stuff that I don't even know I'm spending money on every month. So what I did was I literally sat down and I went on my phone, I went to my subscriptions and I'm like, holy shit, like what am I even spending money on? Like this is stupid. So I literally just go through all my subscriptions and I'll see like if I actually need this or not and if I've even used it. There's some apps there that I'm paying for that I paid for for months that I don't think I've ever opened in months. So I am subscribed to those and One huge thing I unsubscribed to, which was big for me, was my macro tracking app. Actually, all of them, because I just, I don't want to deal with the numbers. I don't want to deal with taking out a food scale. I love the way I look. I love the way I feel. And having done this for five and a half years, I have gained an immense amount of knowledge for it. I don't consider myself an expert by any means, but for the time being, I think just from the sake of it, I know how to eat healthy. I know how to eat well balanced and rounded and I know what works for my body. So I've done a pretty good job at learning throughout the years just on my own. And one of the things I did was unsubscribe to the fitness macro tracking apps that I had. And then I also, I mean, there was also like a bunch of stupid stuff that I unsubscribed to. Also some streaming services that I just never use or that I only would watch one show on. And I'm like, all right, is this show worth me paying $10 a month for? Probably not. And I mean, it may not seem like a lot, but it's also like in the grand scheme of things, thinking longevity wise, that's $120 a year right there that I'm kind of just wasting on absolutely nothing. And yeah, look at me being a finance guru. Like seriously, hire me for all your financial needs. I also unsubscribed from Strava, but I really liked it. But I only got it because I wanted, I needed something to kind of show that I was running. And Strava is basically like it tracks you while you run. And it's also kind of like a a runner's Facebook, if that makes sense. There's different groups you can belong to in your community. And there's also different apps. I'm sorry, different um, people you can connect with. But I don't know. I wasn't using it enough. And I also just didn't like posting my location and where I was. So yeah, um, got rid of that. And obviously a lot more, but those really have nothing to do with health and fitness. Those are just silly little apps that I had. But yeah, I think something you should consider doing is unsubscribing from things and just looking at your subscriptions, seeing what actually you need and what you don't need. And my second favorite is I... 
I'm saying this as if like I've tried it for a long time, but I've only had it today. My mom got like real Japanese matcha and I've never had like real matcha before. I've always had like those sugar down, like watery, milky shit from Starbucks. But I will say that real matcha is low-key fire and it doesn't have that weird fishy ocean taste and smell that the one at Starbucks or other ones have. I don't know, something about it. I feel like the real OG ones taste so much better and they're obviously not filled with all the sugars that you get when you drink it outside. So it's probably good for you. (laughs) Anyway, on that note, I've just kind of been rambling for the last five minutes, but I hope you have a great week. I cannot wait to catch you next week, right in time for Thanksgiving. The Thanksgiving episode next week is going to be all about the side dishes because side dishes are elite on Thanksgiving. And yeah, I'm excited to talk all about food and all about sides. And I hope you have a great week. If you found this episode helpful, you can like, review, subscribe, give me a five-star rating, subscribe, share it with a friend, whatever you got to do. And I would appreciate it a lot. And you can also find me on Instagram at, at, on Instagram and TikTok at Neda, N-E-D-A underscore Veda, V-A-E-D-A. And I hope you have a great week.